Hello and welcome to the CVCS Athletics Podcast. I am your host, Grady Sanchez. I am so excited to bring you episode two today, and it is Thursday, September 14th. We have lots in store for you, including interviews with coaches and players, results of the week, and the upcoming schedule. Just a reminder to give CVCS Athletics Podcast a follow, a like, a subscribe, and a rating. You can find us on all the major podcast streaming services such as Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Also, please visit the CVCS Podcast Network featuring shows from other faculty members, chapels, and students. And now the results from last week. The football team beat El Segundo 34-14. Girls Varsity Volleyball beat Tarbatura 3-0. The girls tennis team lost to Dana Hills. The girls volleyball team played in the Whittier tournament going a combined 6-1. The girls tennis team beat Whittier Christian. And the girls volleyball team beat Fairmont Prep 3-0. Great job Eagles, another strong week. Keep it up, you guys are awesome. What up, Eagles? I'm Drew. And I'm Bo, and we're your FCA co-presidents. This Tuesday, In the Nest at Lunch is the first FCA meeting of the year. FCA stands for Fellowship of Christian Athletes and is a place where we can gather monthly to learn about serving the Lord in our day-to-day life. It's geared towards athletes, but anyone is welcome to come hear this month's message and grab a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. This month, we are bringing in a special guest to share his message with us. Coach Chach is going to be our first guest, and he's coming to share some of his knowledge towards our athletes. So make sure to stop by this Tuesday and come and check it out. We'll see you all there, and go Eagles! Hey everyone, we invite you to come see Bye Bye Birdie on Thursday, October 26th through Saturday, October 28th, and support the CVCS Theater Department. It's set in the 1950s and stars Conrad Birdie, an Elvis-like music star headed for the Army. You don't want to miss it. And now for the upcoming schedule. CVCS Athletics is on our lighter work week this week. We start off with girls tennis here on Thursday against Tarbatura at the OC Great Parks. We have our boys beach volleyball season getting kicked off at an away game in Huntington Beach. And we have a road match for our football team. They are playing Santa Rosa Academy at Santa Rosa Academy on Saturday. Good luck to you all and go Eagles! On the show this week, we have the girls' head varsity volleyball coach, Kelly Bond. She has been coaching volleyball for over 20 years, ranging from junior high to the collegiate level. Her teams have won league, conference, CIF, and state championships, and she has been named Coach of the Year in three different states. In the past few years, Kelly has taken CVCS girls' volleyball to the CIF and state finals in 2021 and made it to the CIF semifinals in 2022. In the spring of 2023, in the inaugural season of girls beach volleyball, her team made it to the CIF finals. This year, the girls are currently 17-2 overall and 5-0 in league play. They are ranked number two in CIF Southern Section Division 4 and ranked inside the top 50 for the state overall. Well, Kelly, it is an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show with us today. Can we start off with what makes CBCS such a great place to coach student-athletes? 
I am so honored to be here. And I think there's a combination of things that makes CBCS great. First and foremost, just the buy-in of the athletes themselves. We have got over 50 girls in our program and we're a school, a high school of 300. So we compete with the large public schools as far as numbers and as far as um, play. The second thing I think is just an incredible coaching staff and amazing parents who also buy in and who sacrifice and serve our community in really um, incredible ways. And then just the support of fellow athletes here and fans. I feel like we have one of the best fan bases and one of the best support systems of fellow athletes. And we love supporting our fellow athletes. So again, just the buy-in of the girls, the coaches, the parents, and the fans makes it a great place to coach. Yeah, 50 girls in the program. That's quite an accomplishment with the high school only being about 300 students total. Um, the baseball team is similar. We have the 50 students as well, and it just seems like the volleyball team and the baseball team, we're pretty tight-knit. We're always coming out to support you guys. Yes, we love going to the volleyball games. <laughs> we love you there. <laughs> we bring the fire. We bring the ruckus. And, and the cool costumes. <laughs> yes. And then a testament to the parents just buy-in and the students buy-in to supporting the volleyball team. There's been many CIF runs where they have driven out to Santa Barbara and yes. Northern California for games. They're coming back late. They're getting back to class in the morning. They really just grind out their academics, grind out the athletics. A big applause to the volleyball team because year in and year out, they're doing an awesome job. And we could not do that without you. So thank you. Uh, like I stated in your intro, the girls are off to a really hot start uh, with only eight games left on the season before playoffs. What are some midseason takeaways from your team? I think that we have been blessed for our rankings uh, the past few weeks, and the girls have made some really significant wins. I think just creating a continued culture of discipline and sacrifice uh, so that we get better at the little things and continue to excel in the big things so that when we do face an opponent who is you know taller, faster, quicker than us, we can remain really controlled in the little things we do well, which is serving, which is passing, and at the end of the day, which is our defense. Mm -hmm. So if we can hold on to those little things while most importantly, having the best body language and the best attitude on that court, we really surprise teams um, in the most shocking of ways. So it's glorious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, controlling the controllables is is what I yes. hear, and, and I think that's a big part of your program and a big part of um, ours as a whole, uh, CVCS and the baseball team too, but that's that's a big part of athletics and something, a good takeaway from a very veteran coach uh, who's been around the yard and been around the, the courts for a very long time, so very that's time. that's really good to hear <laughs> that the message stays the same for all the young athletes yes. that are looking to get better at volleyball, get better at football, baseball, tennis, controlling the controllables is definitely something that needs to be harped on at a younger age because I deal with it with my 11-year-olds. My 11 <laughs> <laughs> um, in our interview last week, Kenna mentioned that it was a young varsity team three years ago and that was my first year and it seemed like there was a lot of freshmen and a lot of sophomores uh who are some players that have really grown over that time and then uh some players that we should keep an eye out for 
You know, it's incredible that we have our six seniors. We can't even believe it because I remember when they came in as freshmen and they have done an incredible job leading and setting a tone and a culture for our upcoming and incoming players. I think right now, as far as leaders, Kenna Hingem leads in kills, Adi Abrahamzadeh leads in blocks, Camille Soloviev leads in aces and digs, Shana McDowell leads in assists. So these are many of our upperclassmen. But the beauty of everyone who has joined us is that they are all right there with them. And practices, I used to have to jump in to practice and play. Katie used to have to jump in to practice and play. And now our girls compete with one another and we can watch their practices and watch their competition and fine tune what they're doing, but we don't have to jump in. I think when you can have players run a practice, which our girls have done this year, mm -hmm. they, they are running the devotions, they are running practice plans, they are running weights, we step in when we need to, and they really take ownership and leadership. It's an incredible place to be. So that's been really significant compared to years past in that we have got 16 girls who can step in in any moment and actually step into two or three positions that we need them to step into and really be successful. And that is a testimony to their hard work and their sacrifice over the summers and in the spring season and then with the leadership of our seniors. Wow, that is that is impressive. Having multiple positions, the leadership on the team, that's something a coach only we dreams dream of. <laughs> about, yes. Having girls be leaders for the team and taking on that role as seniors, like they're wanting to leave a legacy. What is, yes. what, is there any talk about it, like a legacy that they're trying to leave? You know, I think in the back of their minds, they have come so close to that beautiful CIF ring. Mm. And it has been within grasp and just out of reach. And I think the urgency that they feel right now and just the determination that they are uh, approaching each practice and each match with, it has been different. You know, it, it has to be we're in Division Four now, and so there's obviously stronger teams and faster teams and physically uh, bigger teams mm -hmm. than we are. And so those seniors have approached this season in a way that they want to leave it all out on the floor not just because it's their last season and not just because they love the rest of our girls, but because they have another opportunity to gain something that they haven't been able to achieve yet. Mm. And so their tenacity and their willingness to never give up, even though we've had opportunity and it's been heartbreaking to not get that ring at the same time it's created in them a selflessness and a deep loyalty to simply being present and leading the best they can to show our other girls what it means to be a champion. That is so cool. Because uh, just some background knowledge, 2021, you were CIF and state finalist yes. in indoor, and then 2022 was the semis. So on the brink of taking home the whole thing, and it's going to be exciting to watch six seniors that is a heavy class and that is a lot of power coming at the other For teams sure. 
how you speak about your team is just so phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> I, I think this is the first time we've ever talked about coaching. Right. A lot of our sure. talks are about, I don't know, fantasy based football. My What's husband going on beating you. <laughs> yes. And to talk with other coaches about coaching, it's just like, wow, yeah, we, we really have a, a special sure. faculty, a special <laughs> coaching staff here at CBCS who bring the wins, but bring that, that fire, that, that history and that experience to just the student athletes that we get to um, influence and be around so much. I'm blown away right now. Just carrying on with a winning tradition that seems to follow you around from state to state, from team to team. Um, I can make the, the case that you're a world-class coach. Um, I would love to know what culture you try and build within your teams. You know, I think it starts with our, well, it starts with a lot of prayer, first and foremost. Mm. And then I think it starts with our staff and the Lord has gifted me in the past 25 years with the most amazing assistant coaches. And I truly think that Katie Lesbier Martins is the best assistant coach in the nation. Mm. And she brings with her an incredible background of you know, high level volleyball, playing division one at Pepperdine and just a tremendous IQ, but most importantly, just an incredible humility and um, love for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that just permeates mm -hmm. and it permeates all the way down to our JV staff with Serge and Jenna and then on to Marnie and Sable. As much as we love rings and as much as we love uh, rankings and, you know, there's many times that we have been the underdog. I think the most important aspect of our program is creating a culture that loves Jesus and loves one another. And I think mm -hmm. that idea of volleyball being what we do, and we demand a lot, no joke about it. You can ask the girls, we demand a lot. But what we do and whose we are are two different things. And so mm -hmm. it's constantly encouraging the girls and demanding excellence in what they do, but then coming alongside them and reminding them whose they are. And at the end of the day, it's just volleyball. There's so many more important things eternally that matter to us than that mediocre practice or that awesome practice. So I think creating that culture from the coaches down and then being allowed to create that culture in an incredible school and environment with admin and the athletic department supporting us it's very easy to do mm. so that's how it's been in my 25 years in three different states it's been that same idea of incredible coaching staff with a focus of christ culture first and then reminding the girls whose they are rather than what they do that's great because one of the big things that i've heard is just it's a game and it's supposed to be played and it's fun. It's supposed to be fun. <laughs> and, Agreed. And at the high school level, the every point, every match, every game, it just seems to weigh so heavy on each athlete. Yes. And I think they take it so seriously. They take it's it life so and death. Seriously. And so when you step back and knowing that you are just a vision of Christ and you are Christ and you take yourself out of the severity of this is a life or death game. Yes. Like that just rings so much more to 
to who they are as people yes and who we want them to be as followers of christ and like you're leading by example and preaching that message and and owning it and i feel like the girls are owning it too they are for sure that's what makes your team special there's a lot of things but i think christ at the center of it is is always going to do do great things yeah Uh, and then to build off the jesus talk outside of being the girls volleyball coach you also teach bible here on campus just continuing the talk about our Lord and Savior, how do you and your coaching staff continue to help the students walk with Christ? First of all, I have the best job here. I get to teach junior high Bible <laughs> and I get to coach the varsity in Dorn Beach. I have the best job here, for sure. I have said that the last 12 years. I think just allowing our girls, man, having the girls lead the devotions this year. Mm. Normally we go through a book every year and this year they are the book. Mm. They are the book. So cool. And so we pair up the girls each week and they get to lead us in a devotion or a challenge or a reminder. And then they get to help plan practices and focus on skills that we work on. But I think every practice we start with prayer share, every practice, Mm. Mondays, it's normally longer because that's when the girls come in every Monday with their devotions or their, um, you know, inspiration. But we start every practice with prayer share being on campus allows Katie and I to also offer a space for the girls to come in when they need a break, uh, when they need to decompress, mm-hmm. when we need to cry, when we need to laugh. And so I think we're really fortunate that we have coaching, the coaching staff here on campus to not just walk in the gym and walk out, but walk alongside the girls throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, during their breaks, the girls will come in and pop in, but just allowing them space to get to know the person of Christ in our prayer shares, in our van rides. That's where so much of this conversation takes place. Um, On the mini bus trips up to Northern (laughs) California. But it's actually not during practice. It's all the times in between. We have team dinners every Monday and that's when we have those conversations about things that are eternal or things that are tough or things that are um, positive. And we just continue to redirect the girls to the person of Christ. And that is the most beautiful, beautiful blessing that we have as coaches. Again, just blown away by, by every new statement and just taking advantage of those bus rides rather than the phones and the right <laughs> and the music it is. using those long hours I'm on the road you, the girls they the vans they're not huge fans of the vans no they're and not Katie and I love the vans Very because intimate. it's so intimate and they're not on their phones and the conversations that we have with those girls so there was uh, there was a time a couple of years ago where I kid you not we drove four and a half hours up, we drove back. Then we had to drive two hours up and then back. Then we had to drive another four hours up and back within a period of six days. And those are the moments I remember. Mm-hmm. Those are the conversations where we are figuring out who they are. They're figuring who we are and we are figuring out who Jesus is. And so to just have that space free from distraction really allows a conversation that is pointed towards the eternal. Yeah, I'm definitely going to take that one from your book. Yeah. I mean, the girls love the bus, but we, we, when we just have ours, we were like, nope, it's the vans. Yeah, because on JV, I'm driving the vans, and so taking advantage of those moments are great. It's incredible moments. No phones. 
Lots of music. That's you awesome. like to sing. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. And then the other part was just, yeah, coaches on campus, they definitely make a world of difference. Sure. I'm on campus. Chach is on campus. We just got Hostway on campus for the baseball team. Woohoo! I love and, that guy. Uh, just having a space for the students to go and having a, a place of refuge almost. Yes. And a central hub to have them go yes. and not have to worry about too much out of the outside world. Yeah. And just kind of reset themselves. I have my sophomore boys in all the time. Yes. Whether they're well, they're definitely not crying, they're more like messing around and wrestling. But <laughs> just having a little bit of space to just be themselves, to be themselves, have fun, yeah, ask questions that they wouldn't otherwise ask in a, in a bigger context, and, and that is just uh, so exciting to hear. Yeah, for sure. And finally, just so grateful for your time. Um, with a title after title and a run after run, CIF playoffs are always on site and in vision with the girls keep improving uh what plans do you have for growth this playoff run and also in the years to come you know this is hard we're in d4 we've never been in d4 mm -hmm. and the teams are tough and i think if we can just uh make the exp you know I, players have to look forward to coming into the gym mm -hmm. i want that to be a sacred space a place where they can improve and grow and get excited for how the Lord has blessed them. Mm -hmm. So I think just allowing that to be a space that is positive and fun and healthy and mm -hmm. sacred mm -hmm. is something that we as a coaching staff really try to work on mm -hmm. is giving them that time. I think also that beach Thank goodness for CIF and the institution of girls beach volleyball last year. But beach right. has been a huge, huge resource for us in improving the overall parts of our game. You mm -hmm. know, a lot of times in indoor, you have girls in for three rotations and then they're out. But beach, you have to do everything. And mm -hmm. so that develops, first of all, it develops incredible strength because right. you're in the sand. Um, camaraderie, because you only have one other partner. You have to figure out how to communicate mm -hmm. with your partner. And then it just develops overall skill and ability and strength. Mm -hmm. So the beach, being able to compete at beach has been such a huge blessing for our team with regards to our mental um, and physical well-being. And then the weights. Coach Katie does an incredible job with weightlifting. We started that a couple years ago, and that has really allowed us to maintain a high level of um, tenacity and just toughness because our bodies aren't breaking down. Mm -hmm. So if we can keep doing that, making the gym a sacred space, that's a great experience for the girls. Uh, we can continue killing it in beach and just working ourselves in our overall game and then uh, you know, be really consistent with the weight room, I think there are really good things to come. And I'm really excited for the girls this season. I can't wait to see what we will do. I It's absolutely going to be a battle, and they know it. And so it's just my hope and prayer that they see themselves how Katie and I see them. Mm -hmm. Because they're an incredible group of 16 young ladies. And... They have created a dynasty and created mm -hmm. uh, the, just an, an incredible sisterhood that I don't ever want to end. Mm -hmm. 
And I can't mm-hmm. think about the 16 years right now, but I don't ever want it to end. That's right. Yeah. And one of the great parts is as soon as they graduate, they become almost friends. Yes. And we, we serve not only as coaches, but as mentors. And yeah, I mean, how many, how many players have probably come back to games? Oh. How many of them have reached one out? One of my afterwards? former players is the Frost Soft coach. <laughs> there we here. go. I mean, right. That's our dream yeah. is, man, can all these girls go to college and then come back and come back in the gym <laughs> and help us? Can they all go and just come back alongside us? That would be our dream. Yeah. And you're just continuing to grow that legacy, that tradition here at CBCS. And it is special. You do have one of the best jobs on campus. I really do. I would like to say that I do as well. <laughs> Being a high school math teacher and baseball I, coach. I can't do math, but I believe you. <laughs> yes. And it's just, it's, it's really special. We heard a lot of great things with Christ at the middle. For sure. And I think that's, that's the big thing. And, and the girls owning it. Owning their team, owning owning their wins, owning their losses, and owning, owning their growth. Yes. And uh, controlling the controllables. There are so many great things to take away from this conversation. And um, I will be chatting with you again on your CIF run because the girls are 17-2, and 5-0 and in league, on their way to another league championship. And there is no stopping these ladies. They're going to go very far. Great playoff run. And uh, Kelly, we're looking forward to it. And we're going to chat with you again. Thank you so much. We can't see. We can't wait to see the baseball team out there in their costumes. Yes, thank they you. Thank are you. Amazing fans, yes. baseball and football. Amazing fans. Yes, tighten it, and we're just glad to be out there supporting you guys. Keep on doing a great job, and we look forward to seeing All you right. guys out there. Go Eagles! Thank you, Kelly. Go Eagles! On the podcast this week, we are joined by two senior cheerleaders, Madeline Harris and Anastasia Davi. Madeline has been on the cheer team for the past two years, serving in the base position. She was on the soccer team as a freshman and sophomore, then made the transition to cheerleading. She is also on the school newspaper, The Beacon, and is on SLT, serving as the admissions prefect. Anastasia has been on the cheer team for four years, also in the base position. She plays guitar in the student-run worship team. She is the founder and leader of the school newspaper, The Beacon. She also serves on SLT as the community life prefect. And finally, you can see her in the school production of Bye Bye Birdie as Rose. It is so great to have you both here. Thank you for joining the show. Uh, just want to start off with it's your senior year now. Uh, can you shed some light on what your experience has been here at CVCS? I came to CBCS in seventh grade. I just kind of walked in the office and was like, how do I come to this school? I had a rough school life, and then I also had kind of a rough home life. So I guess reflecting back on my experience here, I have seen CBCS most as like a family and just a really supportive community for me. And it's been just a place where I've felt really safe and at home and at peace. Yeah, I mean... Definitely, it has been very much a home for me. Like I said before, I always grew up like at the same school, at the same little private Christian school that had like, when I graduated my eighth grade year, there was like 20 kids in the whole school. Like, I've always been in a very small school, like with my whole family. So coming here, I was a little scared, but thankfully, like seven of my older siblings went here and my mom went here so like as soon as I came everyone was like oh you're a Harris and I was like okay yeah. but like I was very much welcomed I didn't like even if I didn't have older siblings here I would still feel overwhelmingly welcomed and like gained friends immediately and all the teachers have been super supportive all four years 
Mm. Very cool. Yeah, the family feel here at CVCS is definitely one of the things that stands out that we have mentioned before. Um, did your parents have Dr. Gaunt or Mr. Easter? My mom had Mr. Easter. She was really sad when I didn't take chemistry. I was like, sorry. It's a Harris <laughs> legacy that Madeline let down. No, no. Because my sister took chemistry and then I didn't. My mom was like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. Just going back generations. And we have a, quite a few families that have similar cases where they had um, Dr. Gaunt or Mr. Easter because they mm -hmm. are, in fact, lifers here. So uh, mm -hmm. great teachers here on faculty. Dr. Gaunt, little known fact, he was the baseball coach back in the day. And a principal at one point. Yep. Yeah. So He's a he, man of many hats. <laughs> he, yes, many hats, <laughs> many talents. Going into your sports careers, what has it been like balancing your your cheerleading life? Your um, Maddie, you were a soccer player um, back in the day. You guys are the in SLT, the student leadership team, doing extracurriculars. You're both prefects. You both have very high academic achieving lives um, and obviously a social life. You guys have friends. I'm <laughs> after all that, I'm assuming you're yeah. friends. Uh, what what has been the work life balance at CVCS, and how how are some of the things, or maybe some tools you guys have, have used to manage it? I think what has made balancing everything so easy has been the flexibility of the coaches and the teachers, and just I think everyone on campus is really filled with grace and filled with mercy, and so I've been able to go up to teachers and be like, I had such a busy night, or I had such a chaotic night, and have been like okay, like I'll give you an extension or even like Miss Juarez, the cheer coach, she will let me leave like 30 minutes early to go to rehearsal. And I think just like the overall flexibility and grace from um, all the staff and faculty and coaches, everyone at CVCS really makes it possible for you to be involved with so many different things and be able to do that with grace. Yeah. And for me, I would definitely say that like the sports people know that you have like homework and know that you have work to do and so like our coaches have always been very understanding for that I would say like my first like real challenge is last year I got like a job working at Starbucks I still mm -hmm. have the job but like that was the first time when I was like wow I really have to balance out like school and like because like I'm also on SLT so I want to go to the football games and I want to go to mm -hmm. well I have to go to the football games but I want to go to like volleyball games like I want to go to every sport that I can go to I want to go to all the events and hang out with people then I also have like work and school and everything so thankfully like my coaches and my teachers have all been really understanding like I even I almost missed the Saturday football game because I had work thankfully I got that covered but the coaches would have been super understanding about it like they know that we have lives outside of school and so yeah I would definitely say like their flexibility has helped me to like stay balanced and not feel like I have like everything just on me yeah also I like just I kind of have realized to just bask in like the chaos and the busyness <laughs> of the high school because there's going to be a day when you're not your life isn't going to look like this and especially as a senior that kind of like hit me this year I was like you know what I'm just going to savor in every moment even if it's chaotic and it's wild and it's fun it's just important to kind of be grateful for like every little moment that you're given even if it's really chaotic mm -hmm. Yeah, the, there's this episode on The Office where Andy's like, I wish they told me the glory days was today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. That yeah. I was always living in those moments and they're like, you have to sit there, like yeah. reflect on those moments and be like, I I'm living it right mm -hmm. now. Let's enjoy what we have here yeah. at the present. Um, and then, yeah, just building off that senior idea, four years on the cheerleading team, Anastasia, 
And then two for Madeline, what has your experience been like on, on the cheerleading team? And like, how has that community um, helped uh, shape your walk with Christ? I think just naturally being a part of any team, you learn to just be patient, to be gracious, gentle with those you're surrounded by because um, you're all in it together. And there's always moments when one person is like weak, you're kind of with them in that. And you all kind of bear each other's burdens in a way, which I think is also really good to practice as a Christian, just having compassion and empathy and to help others in time of need and bear one another's burdens. So I think that's actually like just a gift that comes with playing any like team sport. I guess cheer has been able to kind of, I've been able to like sow seeds from fruits of the spirit. Yeah. And I think for sure our cheer team has always been like, it's always like been a community, but there's definitely a lot of different personalities and like you do have to work together. Like the whole point is you have to work together. If not everybody hits the dance, it's not going to look good or if not everybody hits their stunt then you like work to see how to grow that and I think definitely learning to like just show like love when teaching or like even like senior year like now we're kind of like helping the little ones we're helping like the little ones we're helping like (laughs) the freshmen and the sophomores like we're gonna leave next year and I just like think shedding the love of Christ on them and then also like we'll do like prayers at the beginning and the end of every practice and just like making sure to try to bring God into it whenever we can even if we're all like angry at each other because nobody knows the homecoming routine and we all have to figure it out and it's a little stressful like i think just learning like okay well this might not seem like god is connected but like god is in everything like even our like bad cheer practices or even like getting yelled at by our coach like there's a way to look to god in all of it and so i think like coming back at the end of cheer practice and just praying and like kind of letting all the anger go has been like it's been a a savior for real <laughs> definitely <laughs> and then one thing that i love about the the cheer team is that i have two daughters and when we go to the football games my daughter brings her own pom-poms oh, that's and so we're adorable. out there in the the navy and the cardinal and what i love is that you guys have like your junior cheer team with the elementary mm-hmm. um can you talk to us a little bit about that and shed some light on it our little eagles our, oh yeah little like, eagles is that the is little it, cheerleading uh, are you saying jv no, not the JV, like the elementary, the, like the, the six-year-old. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, Little Eagles is so incredibly fun. We like bring in the elementary girls and we just teach them like maybe like six cheers, the mm-hmm. halftime dance, a couple chants. And they just like are so fun and joy-filled when we are on the game day it's like they have so much energy that it's hard to like not feed off of them mm-hmm. but it's also a lot of hard work it, that's another thing that like tests your patience <laughs> <laughs> for sure <laughs> but i love it i love it and yeah. um i just think it's really cool that we kind of use our k-12 through school like mm-hmm. to our advantage because mm-hmm. i know a lot of schools where it's like there's a big gap between elementary school junior high and high school and i love that we try and like bridge that gap and do things together and just kind of have that unity as a school with one another i just really think that's a awesome opportunity that we have here and the baby eagles are just so adorable i call them the baby eagles (laughs) the (laughs) The little eagles (laughs) yeah i would definitely say like there are times where you do have to like it does test your patience a little bit because we have like a three-day like camp with the little eagles and like they're kids like they're not gonna get every cheer they're not gonna like understand what you're saying you're like why are you why are you not listening to me and i'm like okay they're like five like what do i expect but like they are like 
it's so like worth it in the end like on mm -hmm. the day of the game when their parents are all there and they're like so excited to see their like kids like cheer with the big kids mm -hmm. and they get so excited and then like after that like we'll be walking around school and they'll be like they like know you and they're like oh, madeline like da, da, da. Yeah, it's like so mm -hmm. it's so sweet that it kind of like brings us together too because like why would i have any connection with the elementary kids mm -hmm. like this is like one mm -hmm. way to have a connection with them and yeah it's just really sweet and i love to like at the end of the day like it's so cool to see them like out there cheering and like mm -hmm. even if they don't hit every cheer like they're <laughs> cute and they smile so it's fine <laughs> yeah what a special program just having that mentorship with the seniors the big people mm -hmm. on campus <laughs> and then we have like when we're walking through the halls and you almost run into somebody because they're not the same height as you they're like oh man they're right there and so it's just a reminder that you have that k through 12 family um aspect here at cvcs and just another reason why it's so special to be here and and that relationship that that they get to build and it's so special for them like, yeah. i'm sure uh marnie day the elementary principal would just be like you guys are such rock stars like, she understands the patience aspect of it but it's just like man you guys pour into them and so they're just getting it from all parts of yeah. their lives as six-year-olds and seven-year-olds. <laughs> Finally, just you guys are extremely talented on all fronts, the cheerleading, the, the, the sports, the academics, the extracurriculars, the theater, the leadership, the everything. You guys are just well-rounded and you. shining stars of what CBCS um, is. And just I would love to know what is next for you guys after uh, your time here at CBCS. Well, we really would love to go to college together. We're both like interested <laughs> in the East Coast. <laughs> We're both interested in the East Coast, like Maine. We love Boston. I want to be a writer or an English professor. I just anything with like the humanities. I just love and adore. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm headed. And hopefully, Madeline and I will be able to like carry on the next <laughs> chapter of life together. I think it'd be really fun and. We could totally live with each other like no yeah for sure like i could decorate madeline could clean <laughs> <laughs> Deal. i'll get the bathrooms clean bro she does not clean her bathroom yeah like i'll make i'll story. make the bed every morning <laughs> madeline could like clean the bathroom and <laughs> it'll work out no yeah it actually is funny like i'm glad i'm doing this interview with anastasia because like we have so talked about like like possibly going to college together not even like the same college but maybe in the same realm or like mm -hmm. Realm, <laughs> same, <laughs> same area. Um, I think for me, like, I'm not exactly sure what I want to go into. I have been really interested in psychology recently, so yeah, we'll see if that takes me anywhere. Like, I love Mrs. Lickard, I love AP Psych, mm -hmm. and I don't know, I could see myself like pursuing that for sure, but yeah, I mean, I don't have any like major plans right now. The East Coast, though, yeah, I think. Anastasia's gonna go on a trip to the East Coast mm -hmm. to look at colleges and then she's just gonna FaceTime me and let me know how yeah. they are. And I, I romanticize <laughs> everything. So I'm like, I went to school with like Ivy on the walls, like a cobblestone <laughs> pathway. <laughs> Reminds me uh, of Dead Poets Society. That's what, I, that's what I yearn for. Her great movie. My brother went to Georgetown and he absolutely loved it oh over goodness. in DC. It was very uh, like cathedral, even though yeah. that's quite the word, but very yeah, old, very traditional. Yeah. The cobblestone pass is a real thing. Uh -huh, it um, is. <laughs> that whole feel yeah it's it's special and um the great things for you guys looking forward to there's a lot of colleges there in similar areas so that dream will still be alive yeah yeah for sure uh, thank you both so much for coming on today i know you have busy schedules so this has just been a pleasure for me and um really look forward to uh, what's ahead of you guys and uh just thank you so much for coming on thank yeah, you thank you for having us of course
Coming on the show next, we have two girls from the tennis team, Jacqueline Lopez and Rory McGuire. Jacqueline is a junior this year and the captain of the tennis team, and she serves on the worship team. Rory is a junior on the tennis team and also plays soccer. This is her first year playing tennis. It is an honor to have you both here today. Thank you for coming on the show. We're going to start off with Jacqueline. You're the captain this year. Uh, what has your experience been like playing tennis at CVCS? Um, it's been good. I think it's like a really... Um like uh, kind of like a sisterhood like in tennis like nobody because a lot of the players are like beginning beginners mm -hmm. so um like there's no like judgment about anything like if you're not like perfect at your serves or like you can't like you know make a point like it's not a big deal because we're all still learning mm -hmm. and I think we kind of like build off of each other so it's like a community to like get to learn and grow from each other that's a great atmosphere to have. And then Rory, you are new this year. You're a junior. You played soccer before. You're probably going to play soccer again. What has your experience been as someone who is new to the sport? Um, yeah, well, I was like coming in, I was pretty nervous because it's just like such a different sport from soccer because you're like using your hands. Like it's kind of individual, and it's like it's been really nice coming into like the team's very nice and welcoming, and they're super like. Because I was totally a beginner. I'd never played before, and they let me in. They taught me everything. Games are super fun and everything. So, yeah. <laughs> That's really good to hear that they're so welcoming of new players, and, like, they really start from the ground and just get you guys introduced to the sport. My brother played tennis, and he had a blast. But he started as he went into high school. He grew up playing baseball. But he's like, I need to do a sport in high school. And tennis is where he went. And then they taught him everything. And again, a really welcoming and accepting crowd. And then what a great skill to have as an adult. When as an adult, like I don't play baseball anymore. <laughs> like what I do on the golf, I go golfing and then we play tennis or like pickleball. So you guys are learning a valuable skill that's going to be past just high school. Uh, Jacqueline, so you are on the worship team, You're, you do performing arts, and you play tennis. How do you keep a, a work-life balance? Um, well, I have a chamber in the morning, so that's from 7 to like 7.50, 7.40. And then after school, I have tennis from 3 to 4.30, and then I have play rehearsal from 4.30 to 6.30. So it's kind of nice because this school is really about like... Um, letting you like working with your schedule to make sure that you can do multiple sports like multiple activities outside and it's really good because like I try really hard to like get good like things for my college um, resume so like doing all those things like just makes it look better so I'm really glad that the school is like able to let me do so many things and it, I don't feel like too stressed out like with prep period I'm able to do my homework and advisory and like even during like breaks and lunch I try and like do some work just like if I know that I have a lot of what a lot to do so yeah it's a really good um like opportunity to be able to do many things yeah and our coach is like pretty flexible on like if you just let him yeah. know before he's very like oh I understand because he he was a teacher at some point like he knows like what's going on in our lives so he's pretty flexible so that's really nice yeah yeah, there's a lot of grace when it comes to our athletics because you're people too. We're teachers and coaches and you guys are students and we understand the, the plates are, are full on, on both ends. And so when we extend those moments of grace, it just feels welcoming and, and that family aspect that you get here at CVCS. And then uh, how has your team, your coaches, community here at CVCS impacted your relationship with Christ? Um, well, before every game we pray and I think like just 
building off of each other like as a team kind of just like strengthens strengthens our relationship with each other and like makes us closer to God because like we're able to feel comfortable with each other and then we're able to like worship together and like I know on the worship team like I've definitely gotten more comfortable with being on stage and like being able to openly like worship Mm -hmm. so it's it's good because the teachers coaches everyone's like really supportive and they don't like um, really care like if you're stressed because they help you with that and for me like coming onto the team I was like the tennis team I was pretty nervous for it and I'm like happy because I feel like God definitely put me there like I've made a lot of like relationships that like I would never have made if I never like showed up to the practice it's really like a good community on our team and we're all there for each other because since it's such like an individual sport when you like come together at the end of the game it's so nice and you're like celebrating a win or something it's really nice yeah those are all great things about teams in the tennis program and is there anything you'd like to let prospective athletes know about joining the tennis team next year um i would say like a lot of people think of tennis as just like a not a very like like athletic athletic like super like (laughs) like i don't know like the right words but like a sport that's just like it's very like going like um, you know what i'm trying to say yeah like it's not very like a lot of people think that it's not like a lot of like hard work goes Mm -hmm. into it like it's kind of just like a preppy little thing that you do but I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really like it, it is a very fun sport to play. It's a lot of work, which I had never known, but <laughs> it's it's a really fun sport to play. And I would definitely encourage everyone to like try it out because it it's like really fun. I'm having a great time doing it. And like I've only played like three games and every game <laughs> has been very fun. And I enjoy it a lot. And when we don't have practices, I like find myself like missing it. because <sighs> It's like so it's like actually such a fun sport. So I would definitely encourage you to like come out see what it's like because I'm having a great time yeah I think it's like more like fun like even Mm -hmm. though like we always say like oh it like isn't like about hard work because it is like hard work Mm -hmm. like you know we do like we do some conditioning like Mm -hmm. there's you know we're running back and forth like it's not like we're just kind of like standing there but I do think that there's like more of a fun element in Mm -hmm. it because like you're building relationships you're having fun like it's not as because we're not like a D1 like school in tennis, mm-hmm. it's not as like competitive. Mm-hmm. So the girls that we're facing are usually beginners too. So they're mm-hmm. like, you know, we have fun with each other. Everyone's like really nice, really supportive. Um, yeah, I just say like, if you want to join tennis, like you should definitely do it. Like even if you're nervous, because everyone's just like gonna welcome you. Like mm-hmm. it's really like it doesn't matter if you've like never touched a racket in your life. Like mm-hmm. everyone will just welcome you in and like will help you. So yeah, and I also think that there should be a boys tennis team. Oh yes, because be I yeah. know a lot of people are interested. So I think we should um, grow it like that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Yeah, another great offering and and what a welcoming community the tennis team is and CVCS as a whole. Um, definitely one of those sports that is great to learn and it's a good time to do it and that fun atmosphere on I coach young uh, baseball players and fun is like our core is if we're having fun then we're learning and if we're learning we're getting better and I think that's that's something that goes along all sports but especially in the early stages or if you've been playing for a long time Mm-hmm. yeah even if we're like not winning we're like having fun yeah and like when we win it's like even more like special because yeah, yesterday we won like our very first like <laughs> match this season it was such like a, it was such great, a great moment, moment. like coming back yeah. and like praying putting our rackets in to like be like oh eagles like go eagles and it was just so fun because we were all having like such a yeah. great time coming back and like hearing the final score and being like yes like we finally won yes, it because yeah. it's such a long like tennis like mm-hmm. the games are so the long, long that yeah. like 
and after doing it you're just like, like oh like we yeah. finally like did it so yeah, yeah it feels good for sure mm-hmm. so definitely like come out if you want to join tennis because yeah. you still can join mm. like if you want to oh that's great yeah, yeah just like come out to practice them. okay yeah because we need more people if you're on campus you can find Jacqueline or Rory and they can get you all the information on that that is that is awesome awesome thank you Jacqueline thank you Rory you guys were awesome today thank you so much for being on the show and um, I will be chatting with you guys soon thank you thank you thank you <laughs> And that's a wrap for episode two. I want to thank you all for listening to the CVCS Athletics Podcast. Thank you to Coach Kelly Bond for coming on the show. Thank you to Anastasia. Thank you to Madeline, Rory, and Jacqueline for coming on the show today. Uh, Had a bunch of fun, had a lot of laughs, and really enjoyed our time out there today. Please continue listening to the CVCS Athletics Podcast. We post every Thursday morning. Please give us a like, a rating, a follow, and a subscribe on all the major podcast networks, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out the CVCS Podcast Network where we have other shows by faculty members. We have student-run shows. We also have a weekly update of what's going on here at campus. And you can visit our website at cvcs.org podcast. It's a great place and a central hub to get all the information CVCS related. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Eagles country, let's fly. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.